Welcome to Awaken and Rise, the podcast. I'm Ashley, a spiritual mindset coach passionate about all things spirituality, manifestation, energetics, mindset, human design, and so much more. My mission is to guide you to know yourself on a deep soul level, help you to energetically upgrade to manifest your deepest desires, to uplevel your mindset, and to expand your spirituality. Join me on this journey to awaken and rise. Hello, and welcome back to Awaken and Rise, the podcast. I have a very special guest here with me today. Um, I don't do a lot of guest episodes, to be completely honest. I've only ever done that one with my friend and fellow coach, Crystal. So if you haven't heard of that podcast, go back. I think it's like episode, I want to say around 10. And we did her wildest manifestation story. It was really, really entertaining. So highly recommend to check that out if you haven't already. But today's special guest is my housemate and BFF and business partner as well, which we will be getting into later on in the episode potentially. But we share a lot of time together and I just thought it was well and truly time to get Sari on the podcast. So welcome, Sari. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So exciting. Um, This is our very first podcast. So yeah, very exciting. So first of all, can you please tell everyone listening a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, I know you are a business owner yourself, so just share anything and everything you want to share about yourself. Hi, I'm sorry. I'm 21. Ash and I live together. I own two businesses, almost three businesses that we're going to explain later. I own, it sounds really little and cheesy, but I own a lemonade business called Hello Lemonade, which I bought when I was 17. So basically... We do, or I do now, I just bought out my business partner, have a lemonade stand at markets, fairs and events on the weekends that takes up most of my weekend. And just so you know, I met Sari when she was like, I want to say 19, maybe or even 18. And when I got told that she had a lemonade store, I was like, oh my God, because she's the sweetest human you'll ever meet as well. And she's just like, so like, she's very young. And obviously like I'm 28, she's 21 and we get along so well. It's like we're the same age. I feel like she's older than me sometimes even. And anyway, so I got told about this lemonade business and I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. She's got a little lemonade store that she does, you know, out the front of her house on weekends. Like that's kind of what I was thinking. And I feel like that's what a lot of people think of when they think of a lemonade business. But knowing her now and knowing how like it goes so well, it is honestly one of the smartest business ideas that I've ever come across because it's so simple, but it just goes off. So don't underestimate the power of a little lemonade stand because I definitely did. Yeah. I feel like I'm just getting into the habit of not being embarrassed when I tell people that I have a lemonade stand because who cares what they think if they think it's just like a small little business because I know that it's not. So I'm just getting to the habit of being like, oh yeah, I have like a lemonade stand at fairs, markets and events and like leaving it at that and people can just like think what they want to think. But yeah, it does sound like kiddish and young and something you do. Well, I feel like every kid does when they're little out the front of their grandparents' house or something. But yes, it's very good and I love it. And I've just, um, it's just become like fully my business. I bought out my business partner at the start of the year and yeah. Super exciting. And so that was your first business venture and you have recently started a new business venture. So you've just started finishing um, studying Pilates, which is so good for me because I get free practice classes in our lounge room when she needs to practice on someone because I do love Pilates and the way that Sari teaches is amazing. So tell us a little bit about that and Darling Movement. Yes. So I 
love I love Pilates for ages. I've I studied nutrition, and then I thought that exercise and nutrition are both so important. Like they go hand in hand with each other. So one of my close friends, she studied Pilates through this Pilates like instructor platform, and I always wanted to do it. And then finally, at the end of the last year, I took the leap and I bought the whole course, like the mat course and the reformer course. And I completed my mat course at the start of this year, and I'm just about to finish my reformer course. And so I started up a little business called Darling Movement. The movement has a double meaning. So it's movement of the body, like physical body and movement as in like people coming behind something to create like a movement of some kind, say like the feminist movement or just something that's got like passion behind it that people can get behind. And yeah. Yeah. Love it. And it's so funny, actually, the whole, the whole reason I wanted to bring Sari on is because she is probably definitely one of, if not the most powerful manifestors that I have ever met in my whole life. Like she can just manifest so effortlessly. And there's a few sort of reasons and theories that I have behind this. I think her upbringing was a really big part of it, which we're going to go into next, but we're going to share all of her like biggest and small little manifestation stories and how she does it because she is an absolute powerhouse at manifesting. And I want to share like all the fun stories that she has because it's so fun living with her and just hearing what happens. Like, obviously I have my own relationship with manifestation and it happens to me on a regular basis, but it's so much fun living with somebody and being so close to someone that also has a similar relationship. And then like the stuff that she manifests versus what I manifest is going to be so different as well. So I want to share yeah, some of the ways that she manifests, what actually her favorite manifestation stories that she's ever done is and all the things. So one of the biggest manifestation stories is around her Pilates, I would say. There's a local Pilates studio literally like two minutes from our house or maybe five minutes from our house, <laughs> two minutes from our house, she confirms. That is probably the best Pilates studio on the in the whole area that we live in. And when Sari first graduated her Pilates course, she was like, oh my God, imagine one day if I could ever work for this particular Pilates studio, not thinking that it was going to be part of her reality anytime soon. It was just something that she was going to build up to. And within, I think, how long was it? Actually, maybe you tell a story. I hadn't even finished. I'd finished my mat work course and I'd attended two classes at this the studio and I loved them. It's a very luxe, like yes stunning studio and I remember Ash and I being like oh my gosh imagine like one day if I could work there but I hadn't completed my reformer course yet and it's a like all reformer studio so they don't do mat work anyway I'd attended two classes and then I saw that the um, lady that runs a business who's amazing she posted on her story that they were hiring and so I was like it's probably too early but I'm gonna jump the gun and send her a message so I sent her a message and I just said like I know it's probably too soon but I complete my mat work in mid-August I would love to like have a chat and she sent back a message straight away saying yeah I'd love to meet you like I remember you from my classes and you'd be an amazing instructor anyway so I went to come and meet with her and had an interview with her and she introduced me to someone as a part of the team and I hadn't even had the interview yet she was like oh yeah by the way like this is sorry she's about to join the team she doesn't know that yet and I was like I was like really nervous because I was like thought there was gonna be heaps of people going for the job anyway she introduced me like that and then we ended up talking and she and she was like yeah I've got other people that I've interviewed but like I knew you the one and like do you want to join the team like and then she was like wow I feel like I'm jumping the gun I'm so sorry and then she explained everything and I was just like sitting there like oh my god like what is happening literally and it's just so funny that I guess everything that you have ever manifested we speak about this a lot but everything that you wanted your life to look like right now looks like the way that you want it to look like it's so wild how every single thing that you've ever wanted has come into fruition in such a short period of time. It's like you can put your mind to something and 
you will get it. And it's not even like the expectation of getting it. It just kind of, you go, oh my God, that happened. How cool is that? It's not even like, I know I'm going to work for this Pilates studio. Like I know I'm going to, it's literally like, how cool would that be? And it happens for you. And I think that's why, yeah, it's just so cool to witness your crazy manifestation powers. And whether you know they're powerful or not, I think it's just really cool. Cause like, I obviously observe so many people, so many different clients, like I'm very much in this world. And for somebody that like, yes, is a big part of it, but I think you don't even do all of the, you know, I I feel like a lot of people think that you have to like sit down and like write a whole list of exactly what you want every single morning and only focus on the things that you want. And like, you know, it's a full-time job trying to manifest stuff. And I think that's not the case. I think you really, you manifest from your subconscious, right? And I think there's so many different reasons why you are such a magnet to all of your desires. And this kind of like goes into what I want to speak about your upbringing. I think a lot of people grow up in families and like communities where they really absorb a lot of subconscious limiting beliefs that block them from being master manifestors. And that's a whole other topic in itself. So I won't go into it, but it's like a lot of us, myself included, really grow up in, I guess, restrictive, like mindsetted households. I know that's not a term, but it's like, we get told, you know, live in the real world. This is how you succeed. This is exactly the way to do it. And the way that you were raised, I know is so different. One is not better than the other. You know, it was perfect. The exact, you know, everything is perfect. I think that everything really does happen for a reason as as cliche as it sounds, but just knowing you and knowing your family and the way that you were raised, like I'm very close with your family is now. I feel like I'm adopted into that, into that family. Um, they're just so epic and not like there's nobody else in this world that I know grew up the way that you did, even though it's so normal for you. So do you want to share a little bit about your family, the way that you grew up and how you feel like it's different to, I guess, yeah, how I did or how most of us did? Um, yes. I felt like I was going to cry then when you were explaining that. I don't know why, but I am very, very grateful for the way I was brought up. I feel like I am so used to it that living with Ash and dating my boyfriend has opened my eyes to how it actually is very like uncommon. And my parents have always told me that each parent is just doing their best, which is very, very true. Every parent is only doing what they think is best. Same with my parents. I feel so lucky that I got to be raised in a place that I actually like not I wasn't like I wasn't open to all everything like manifestation in the universe but I was around it so I wasn't I was too young to really understand it but I was around it so now when I'm coming into being way more interested in it and actually spending my time manifesting and having a relationship with the universe it's so different because it's kind of I my subconscious knows it and is used to it whereas a lot of people it's just really fresh to them a few things that I like remember growing up is like I'm very very close with my parents so my mom is like my best friend and sometimes I find it interesting hearing other people's stories about how that's the opposite of them they they won't tell their mom anything or which is actually the normal and telling my mum everything is actually really uncommon for people. People don't get that, which I'm so, so grateful to have that because anything that happens in my life, I'm like, I need to tell my mom or like, I need to ask my mom. And like, that is so special to me. And yeah, I feel like growing through stages of my life and hard times and riding the waves of life, I tend to like listen to podcasts and books and stuff like that. And there'll be things that will be said and I'll be like, oh my gosh, like my dad or my mom t- told that to me my whole time I was growing up, but it won't click until I actually reread it again. Like I'll 
read something. I listened to a podcast the other day that it was about everything is happening for us and not to us. And if we just lived by that, then life wouldn't be stressful. And my whole childhood, every time something uneasy or sad or hurtful would happen to me, my my parents would always just tell me that it's actually happening for me and not to me. Like it's not the universe being like punishing me. It's actually happening for me to grow and expand. And I didn't really process it when I was younger because I didn't fully understand it. But now that I've been through more like hurt and hard times and I've opened up to that world of like listening to them podcasts I realized that like they were so right like that is just such such a true and such an amazing thing to I think expose kids to at that age is like things aren't happening to us they're actually happening for us for us to grow and expand and I'm that was actually one of like yeah one of the biggest things that they told me along with like just the golden rule is just treating people how you like to be treated I feel like we weren't we didn't grow up with set rules and like we weren't allowed to do this or we were like weren't allowed to do that we grew up with more like an open a very open environment I've got two younger siblings um one is now my brother 17 and my sister's 15 and yeah we grew up very open so there was not we didn't have rules we had morals that like basically the golden rule was one of our biggest morals in our family is just treating people how you like to be treated which I feel like is common sense but yeah it was very much like I would want say I wanted to go out to a fire on the beach when I was 16 yeah I didn't hesitate to ask my parents because the way that they would deal with even if they were to say no which a lot of the time they would I would they would explain it to me and I would understand and it would it was never like just a no you can't do that without an explanation it was, it was always a way for them like they'll always communicate why I couldn't or why I could which I found was really important because it made me then never scared to ask them anything like even to do with drinking or stuff like that I would never feel scared to ask my parents anything which is something that I realized now I so want to create in my family in the future is never I never want my children to feel scared or ashamed to tell me or ask me something or hide stuff from me because yeah I feel like that's such an important thing yeah 100% and like all of that stuff as well I personally hadn't heard before as well like when I was like tell me about your family I thought you were going to go a whole different way with that which is really interesting um I guess my my view on it or the way that I kind of you know perceive you to be raised like you grew up in a really holistic sort of family your mum owns an organic fruit and veggie business like you grew up with health as such a big priority which I think is really cool but also like not only physical health but like spiritual health and mental health as well I think it was really cool it's almost like the way that a lot of people and it's not to say that people weren't raising them back in the day like that but I feel like a lot of people in this world will be raising their kids now you don't see that a lot they they were really like the trailblazers they were the the people doing it back then and it's not to say that yeah no one else was doing it but I think it was just way less common whereas now I think conscious parenting and raising your kids in a different way to like what you have been raised with with the older generations I think that's becoming more common now but back in the day when like Sari was being raised I think her family did a really good job at yeah doing that before it was a thing if that makes sense it's to the point where like her mom is potentially writing a book because so many people go to her and they're like how did you raise children like this like how how did you parent your kids like you need to tell people and and teach people what you know because it obviously works really well for you it's just a testament to to your parents how amazing they raised you and your siblings and I think again that's a big part they didn't instill all of this and this is not to shame or like attack anyone but it's like I feel like a lot of people were raised with a lot of like fear-based beliefs and we were told a lot of fear-based things consciously or unconsciously whereas I feel like I mean 
I didn't go through it. So I, so I'm probably putting words in your mouth, but I feel like you weren't as much. And I think that's what, again, really paves the way for your, your, your manifesting magnet, like abilities. So going into that, I want to share some fun manifestation stories because even just like we've lived together for, I don't know, maybe six months or more. And it feels like forever to be honest and, but in the best way. Um, but I want to share some of the stuff that's kind of happened over this past, I guess, six months, or it could be even longer. I'm not really sure that I have witnessed and that might be really fun for you guys to listen to as well. So let's head into whatever you want to share. Sorry. Oh, wow. I feel like I've got so many, but I remember one of the first, the first time that I was fully getting into like, yes, I can manifest anything I want. Like I was always like believed in like where your intention flows, your energy goes. So wherever your mind is, is where your energy is going to be put. So if I woke up in a bad mood and didn't want to go to work or didn't want to do something, my energy is just going to follow that. Whereas if I woke up in such a good mood and ready to seize the day, then my energy is going to support me and that's what's going to happen. I was always there. I always had that belief, but I never had really dived into like the, I can manifest whatever like I want. And I remember I was really into reading. I think this is when I lived with you. Yeah, it was. I was really into reading and I really wanted a Kindle so I could read in the bath and take it anywhere I wanted. And it was an easy thing. And I was like, yeah, I really want a Kindle. Like I was looking them up on like to buy them brand new. And then I was just like, you know what? I had this really weird urge to put it in our local community do you know how you have like like local community page facebook chats and i never have ever put anything on there I actually find it really embarrassing i was like but i just got this urge to like you need to ask your community chat facebook chat if anyone has an old kindle because i feel like it's something everyone has that never really uses like just someone that the nan bought for them for christmas and so i was like set i was like i'm gonna get a free kindle i was like i'm gonna get a kindle like actually i think i said i'm gonna get a kindle under 20 dollars. like i was like i'm gonna get a kindle that's under 20 dollars. and i wrote a little post in the community chat and it was like if anyone's got a like spare kindle that they want to sell like just like let me know anyway i kept my mind like on it and i put it in the chat and like nobody really responded except like tagged people or whatever and maybe like four weeks had passed and i was still so set on it and then i was at my old job where i used to work i was there one late afternoon when i wasn't actually to be there I was closing the shop and this lady came in that always comes into work and she was like oh I saw your post on the Facebook chat I didn't respond but I've got a spare Kindle that you can pick up I'll leave it in the mailbox tomorrow morning and you can have it for free and I was like oh my gosh and so I literally I picked up this free Kindle from this lady's house that didn't even respond to my post but saw it and comes into work and I've still got it today and I've got a free Kindle because my mind was just like no I feel like that's something that's so underestimated is when you tell your mind something there's it's got no choice but to respond but like it's got no choice but to follow through with what you're going to do. Like if you say, well, I'm going to do this, like your subconscious is like, well, that's it. That's the decision is made. So it's such a power. So now I've got this free Kindle and that was the start of like, okay, like this really works. And this, I, this is something that I really like believe in. And even just for, like for anything, not even just uh, materialistic things. It's, it's something, yeah, that just is so amazing. And I think, yeah, that's one of my first times that I remember just being like, I want, this is what I want and that's what I'm going to get. And I got it. Yeah. So amazing. And I don't, I think we just were about to move in with, like, I feel like it was just kind of like, we hadn't moved in yet, but we were like intending to or not. So it was like probably the start of this year. Um, but yeah, that was such a crazy story. And I remember that. I remember you telling me that story and I was just blown away. It was so, so cool. Whereas I would have just gone out and just like bought a new one, you know? Um, and because I was just like, that wouldn't be a possibility for me, but you were just so set on it being a possibility. And I remember the day before you were like, Oh, no one's replied to this, but I still know that I can get one. I 
still, I can still so feel it. And then literally the next day it happened and it was just so crazy. And I think what, just from knowing you as well, you have told me that you visualize things a lot. So you kind of visualize it happening. So visualizing like somebody handing you a free Kindle or you visualize like something particular happening. And the next manifestation story um, is something that you visualized and was a big, big step in your business journey. So do you want to tell us about that? Yes. I... So basically I had a market that I was going to do with my business. Actually, it was a big event, a local big event festival thing. And I remember I arrived and it was really raining and cloudy. Anyway, so I was driving in with my brother and I look over at a store already set up and it was our competition lemonade store. So basically we'd found out that day as we got there that there was going to be two lemonade stores at this festival, which is a big like no really in the event management thing it's just not something it's not ethically really correct and so I was quite annoyed I was like I just wish that I had been told like I wish that yeah I feel like I would have liked to know that there was going to be another lemonade and we weren't actually in the drink or food section we were off up in like a clothing section which I was like oh like damn like that's really annoying I was actually quite annoyed anyway as we were setting up it was kind of drizzling as we were setting up I was like no I'm, that's not the mentality that I'm going to be thinking into. So as we were setting up, I was like, I decided to change my whole attitude around that the weather's bad and that there's another lemonade. And I was visualizing telling my mom that I, at this event, after it had done, I was visualizing calling her and telling her that we'd done over 600 cups at this event. And I kept visualizing that in my head. So calling her and being like, mom, we've done over 600 cups at this of lemonade at this festival. Anyway, so I kept thinking that in my head and the day basically was like kind of a blur because it was absolutely crazy busy. It got so hot, so sunny and the expectancy of people there was like crazy compared to what it was meant to be. I was at that event and it was the busiest event that I've ever been to. I think there was over 10,000 people and for this small area that we live in, like that is, it was the biggest event, like of the whole area that we live in. It was crazy to the point where I had to come twice or even three times and grab them more ice because they just kept running out of ice and that, that had never really happened before. And what was your, before you say the amount that you did, what was your record before that? I think it was like, tell us what you usually make kind of just to put it into perspective for people. So I think our biggest event that we have done was, I'm going to say 800 cups in one event. So 800 cups of lemonade. Um, And usually like an average market, we would want to probably, I'll say average on average, some are less, some are higher is like 300 cups. That would probably be the average, I'd say. Yeah, so I remember just snapping out of that mentality and the day just was a blur. I had one staff who's my younger brother, who's amazing. He was working with me and I had to call my sister to come help. And we were just absolutely smashing out lemonades. Like it was just line after line. We ended up selling out at 12 o'clock and I had to call my business partner, who was my business partner at the time, it isn't anymore. I had to call him to bring me more supplies, so more lemon juice everything like I just needed actually everything ran out so we sold out at about 12 and then we got more stuff at about 12 30 and then sold out again at two and the the um, market didn't actually finish until five I think but we had sold out fully at two we didn't have any more stuff to bring and I remember just being like that that little change in attitude and that like snap out of no I'm not going to be the victim like I'm not going to be like oh poor me that there's another lemonade or that that's bad weather just like changed so 
like so much. And yeah, I had to call Ash to bring me more ice. Like it was so hectic. And I remember sitting down at the end of the day and I was doing my, like to do my figures of how many cups we had done. And I was sitting with Ash, I was in our living room and I looked at her and I was like, you won't believe how many cups we've done. And that day we did 888 cups. So 888, which is the number of abundance. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like that's so unreal and so amazing. Oh, that is just, I feel like tears in my eyes. (laughs) It was just like, what are the chances of 888? Like that is wild. And eight being the number of abundance, it's just like, that has been our number recently. And it was just like, literally what are the chances of that? Um, It was, yeah, so crazy. So that was an amazing, another amazing, really cool manifestation story. One thing that you always do as well is you taught me this really cool song that you sing. (laughs) (laughs) And I now sing it every single time that I'm driving and going somewhere where I need to get a park. So one thing about me is that I... What's the saying? There's like left hand, left lane drivers and right lane drivers. Mm -hmm. And I forget, I don't know the analogy, but one of, one of the types of drivers will just park wherever, you know, they're pretty patient. Um, they don't mind walking to like where they need to go. And it's all about just like ease for them. Whereas me is I'm the opposite. I'm like, I need to have the smallest amount of walking distance possible. I need to get a park directly up the front. Um, Or I will go around for, you know, 15 minutes to try and find a better park kind of thing. Whereas I could have literally easily parked way further away, gotten a park straight away and probably were at the event already. But for me, I like need to get a park really close for whatever reason. Anyway, so I love that that I've adopted this because it basically every single time works, especially when I'm in the car with you. Like every single time I'm in the car with you, I know that we're going to get a park out the front. So tell me where that came from and what you do and what you say and all the things. Um, so that actually came from my parents. Once again, we used to sing it when we were little and we were trying to, all trying to find a park. And it's just basically, we just sing park out the front, park out the front, park out the front. And we used to all get so hyped up. We'd all sing it in the car. My dad would, my dad's such a like funny legend of a man. And we would all just get so pumped singing this song. And now I've brought it, I've just carried it on with me. And basically I just sing that song. It's gotten so much more like, like amazing in the past, like I'd say year, because I actually believe it. Like I actually believe that every time I go somewhere, I'm, I already know that I'm getting a park out the front. It's not, I used to be like, oh, but maybe just the straight over or maybe just, but now I actually know that like, no, I'm like, I am getting a park out the front or I am getting a park right where I need to be. And so I, I sing that song and I'm like, it, it's already there. I just visualize that park. It's already there. Like, and it basically always happens. It's so amazing. And I love how everyone like around me, has actually brought that on. Like my boyfriend, he's actually really good at it now. Like he gets parks out the front just nearly as much as me and because he sings that song or just believes he can and it's so cool watching other people be like oh my gosh I'm gonna sing the park out the front song and I'm getting a park out the front and I love it it's so good yeah and I use it all the time as well and if I have an inch of doubt about it I will not get a park I've noticed that um, if I'm like, oh, but it's really busy today. Like there's no way I'm going to get a park. Like, but I'm still singing it. It still doesn't work because my subconscious doesn't believe it. But if I'm singing the song and I know that I'm getting a park at the front and I can visualize it and I know exactly which one I'm going to get, I always get it. It's so cool. Um, so that's just like a little fun little one that we do all the time as well. One story I will tell is it does relate to both of us, but I'll, I guess I'll tell it. And it's the, the story, how we got this house that we live in now. So I swear every single time I post 
a photo of this house or like, you know, do a video on this house or something, people will reply to my story being like, oh my God, your house is incredible. It's amazing. Like it's something out of Pinterest. Like it's so pretty. And I so agree. It has such great natural light. It's honestly so amazing. And I feel like I probably have told this story. I think I would have told it probably in my very first episode um, where I went into how I manifested each of my different houses that I've lived in the, in the past couple of years. But I'm going to tell this story again because I feel like it's very fitting with Sari here. So we both knew that we wanted to move out together. We didn't really have a time frame or a time limit. Like it wasn't like, you know, our leases were ending, like she was still living with her parents. I was living with my ex-partner, um, but I didn't have to get out you know, at any sort of given date or anything. So we were both trying to manifest a house. We both had a very similar vision. That's one thing about us both, which is really cool that we have like basically the same taste and the same opinions and the same views. And I know that if I like something, she'll like it and vice versa kind of thing. Like we have the same taste, the same, yeah, a lot of the same things, um, which is really cool. And we had this list of exactly what we wanted. We had this vision of what we wanted And we were going on realestate.com all the time and we just couldn't find anything in the, you know, suburb that we wanted. We want to be really close to the beach in the area that we both, yeah, like lived in previously. Um, We didn't want to be too far away from Sari's family. Like as we know that they have a really close relationship and moving out of home for the first time can be really like scary and intimidating Um, and a big thing, especially when you're so close with your family. So we wanted to be quite, quite close to them as well. So just kind of keep that in mind. Anyway, we kept looking everywhere, couldn't find a house. It was actually getting quite frustrating. And I remember one day I was sitting in my old house on the lounge and I did a little manifestation practice and basically kind of hit a point where I was like, come on guys. Like I just want to move out so badly. Um, and I spoke to my guides and I was just like, guys, this is what I want. Make it happen. I want, you know, a place with really big natural light. I want it to be in this area. I want it to be close to Sari's family. I want it to, I forget all the other details, have a bath. I forget the other details, but basically we got everything that we wanted. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So that was Sunday night at around, let's say like 7, 8 PM. Just kind of keep that in mind. Then the next day I get a message. I was, I was at work and I get a message from Sari saying, saying something along the lines of my mom has a friend who's looking for tenants for her house. She's just about to go overseas and wants someone to live in her house for like a year. If you want to come and inspect this house. And they went to dinner that night at around 7, 8 PM when I was having this manifestation practice when I was talking to my guides that this is literally the second that it would have been happening, which is really wild. And I'm having trouble remembering. So I'm going to pass it over to Sari because I feel like this is kind of her side of the story now. So here we are. Um, I remember that my mum was going for this girl's dinner and she randomly sent a message to um, one of her friends who is our now our landlord saying, um, we're going out for dinner. Like if you want to come and then she gave the details. Our landlord then told us this story as we had, as we sat down with her that that night she was really hoping to have um, a call from her job saying that she gets a night call because it's worth a lot of money. I mean, a night shift because it's worth a lot of money and she really wanted that money. Anyway, she ended up going to the beach that afternoon and she missed the call from her work saying that she could take a night shift and she was really dev- like she was really devastated and annoyed that she left her phone at home and then she got that message from my mom saying did she want to come out for dinner and she was like oh yeah like she didn't really feel like it but she was like I know it would be like it would be good for me and it might may distract her from the fact that she felt upset about losing that money from the night 
um, shift. So she ended up going to dinner and mum overheard our landlord, her friend, talking about looking for tenants for her house. And mum wasn't even in the conversation, but she she jumped in and was like, oh, my daughter is looking for a house to move out with her friend. And basically it all like just happened from there. I ended up texting Ash and saying, like, my mum's got this friend. Do we want to go look at the house? But actually I wasn't really keen. And when I texted Ash, neither, neither was Ash. She wasn't keen either, which was really weird because, yeah, it was – it was weird. Anyway, I came and looked at the house and I was like, oh my gosh, like it's so nice. It's got everything we want. And I said, do you mind if I come bring Ash? She wasn't going to be home later, but she was like, that's fine. I'll leave it unlocked. It was different. Like I'm always, I don't know, I guess I'm used to like more modern homes and a different, a certain aesthetic on paper. That's why I wasn't keen. Cause I was like, this is not what I want. Like it's an older house. Like you know, doesn't have aircon. Like it's so different to what I'm used to. And on paper, I was like, no, it doesn't tick all of my boxes. Um, but I walked in and I just had this overwhelming sense of like, this is the one, like this is the house. And I remember going into what was going to be my room and Sari was like, this is your, this is going to be your room. She chose my room for me. Um, like go in there. And I, it opened, she opened the door and I was like, I think I cried because I was like, oh my God, like this is the house, which is so, yeah, it's so cool to look back on. Actually, I forgot that story. Lo and behold, we are living in the house that we manifested literally overnight, which is so crazy. And it's like an epic, like it was an epic price. It was like an epic location. Um, it had, yeah, all the things we wanted, the bath. It's got this really cool fireplace. It's got the natural light. And it's like one street away from Sari's family, which is so amazing because it's like you can literally can walk there like I have walked there multiple times I remember when I was talking about moving out with my family it was like actually it was very like upsetting I cried so much and still sometimes just cry because I'm so close to them but I remember the one thing that my dad said to me was um can you move in next door like because they were moving out and like it was kind of a joke but he was like yeah he he'd kept saying like can you move in next door and I remember when we got this house he was like oh my gosh like I, he basically manifested that for us because he, I'm, I timed it. I'm literally a 30 second drive from them. If I called out, they could probably hear me. Like it's that close to my family that it was like, everything just came into place like so well. And it is so good that we're, I'm, I feel so happy that I can be that close. And that basically my dad got, we got what he wanted as well in my family because I'm so close to them. Yeah. And it's so fun. Like they come over all the time, especially the, the siblings, um, and like, we all have such a great relationship as well. Their dogs here all the time. Um, it's so much fun. So yeah, it's been so amazing. And it's just, again, another really cool manifestation story. Okay. And the last one is something that you do every day. Do you do? And I actually need to start doing this because I actually have seen like a few videos on TikTok of people doing this and it's transformed their skin in the best way. So what do you do every day for your skin? Basically, I look in the mirror and I get my little serums on my fingers morning and night and I rub the serums on my face as I'm looking in the mirror and truly believing it. And I say to myself, I'm glowing. I've got clear skin. I'm beautiful. I'm amazing. And I basically just like praise myself and my skin. And I notice such a difference. I went through a period of time not doing it for ages and then I was got started to get remember when I got really upset about my skin I was like tried changing my skincare and I was like what is going on and then one night I think it was actually my boyfriend because he used to always like make a joke out of it but even though now he he knows it 
works. He would like look in the mirror and be like, I'm amazing. I'm beautiful. Like, and then he did that. And I was like, oh, wait, like I haven't done that in so long. And so now I do it every single morning and night. And the difference that I noticed, it wasn't that I needed a skincare change or whatever, is that like, I was looking in the mirror going, oh my God, like what's that pimple on my face? Or like, yo, that looks so bad. Whereas telling your, like telling yourself that you've got clear going skin and that you're beautiful can make such a difference because once again, like if your subconscious, um, that becomes truth to your subconscious, then that's just what is going to happen. And so now I do it all the time. And now it's just like part of my, it's probably my biggest step of my skincare routine is just telling myself that I've got clear going skin and that I'm amazing and beautiful. <laughs> yeah, because you are. Yeah. That's like a little insight into Sari, who she is, what she does, what she stands for, all the things. And I hope that you enjoyed some of the manifestation stories that we told as well, because again, like it really can expand your belief for yourself. Like you don't have to do this crazy, like wild manifestation ritual or even grow up in a household that you didn't grow up in or anything like that. It's just like you can implement the smallest little things and it can make the biggest change in your life basically. Now we did allude to something at the start that we are business partners as well. And I posted about it a little bit on Instagram as well. It's nothing that is going to be an extension to Awaken and Rise. Um, It is a completely separate business. However, it's very much in the same space. And it's both of us together with another one of our friends, Laura, and we have launched, it's actually launching this week. Um, so probably by the time this comes out, it might not be launched yet. I think we're going to launch it at the end of the week. Um, but keep an eye out for it. We are launching a retreat, which is super exciting. Um, the name is Lumina, the retreat. And it is a really expansive day retreat initially for teenage girls, basically. And the the age range is 15 to 18. And the intention here is to really help awaken their like true authentic selves through a mixture of all the different things that we do. So through wellness, through movement and through mindset. So our other business partner who we're collaborating with, she is a naturopath and breathwork facilitator. So she's really going to go into the wellness side of things. Sari is obviously a Pilates instructor and has nutrition under her belt as well. So she'll be into the movement sort of portion of the day. And you guys all know me, but I'm going to be going into like the mindset manifestation um, journaling sort of realm. We're going to be doing a vision board workshop all the things. So it's been a really fun thing to do. Oh, and it's 11.11 as we're recording this. How cool. I feel like this week is really big. We've got a photo shoot tomorrow um, that we're going to get all the photos for. The Instagram's going to launch. We're going to do, I have the website to build. We've got a lot of things to do, Um, but it's been a really, really fun, exciting project. And I think it was kind of really birthed from the place of all of us not fully feeling like we can be our true authentic selves when we were around that age. And I'm sure that you can probably relate to this as well. It's like, you just try and fit in as much as you can. You don't actually be your, your true self. Um, I know that was the case for me at least. And it wasn't until, you know, the past couple of years that I've actually found people that are aligned with what I'm into and my interests and like who I am as a person. And I can actually be my, my true self and, not try and be a cookie cutter version of myself to try and fit in with a particular group of people just so I have friends. And I feel like a lot of girls that age can really struggle with that. I know that they really struggle with a lot of like anxiety and mental health stuff, um, a lot of pressure around schooling, all that sort of stuff. And having, I guess, not a great relationship with their 
themselves for one, but also their relationship to like health and wellness and movement as well. So that's really exciting. Our first date will be in the October school holidays and it will be on the Central Coast. So if you are around like Sydney, Newcastle, Central Coast sort of area and you know anyone that is around yeah, the age 15 to 18, feel free to share or share with, you know, their parents or maybe you are their parents. It's going to be such an expensive day and I'm so, so, so excited. We are all very excited. And yeah, again, it's not really an extension of like what I'm doing. I probably won't speak about it too much. It will be a separate business, um, but it is very much like a big passion project for me because I do see a lot of, I have a lot of clients that are, you know, my age or even older and they don't know who they are. They don't know how to be their true authentic selves. They've just kind of like cruised through life doing stuff that everyone else kind of wants them to do or they think that everyone else wants them to do. And, you know, they wake up one day, maybe after they've had kids or they get a little bit older and they're like, oh my God, who actually am I? Like, I don't even know myself. And that is where, yeah, a lot of my clients come to me for to really help them start this whole journey, right? And it's like, if we could we could start this journey when somebody's, you know, 15 to 18, imagine all of the different life lessons that they would have to learn because they already know who they are at such a young age. So it's like starting all of this work earlier, I think it's going to really benefit them. So I'm super excited. We are super excited and yeah, you heard it here first, guys. We're taking over the world. So thank you so much again for coming on my podcast. Um, sorry, I feel like you hear me record all the time, but it's like you're actually never a part of it. Um, so it was cool to introduce you to everyone and, you know, might have you on again. We might do some segments. I think we both have really, yes, aligned views, but we also have like very strong opinions <laughs> on like different views as well. Um and a lot of different views on different topics as well. So I feel like it'll be fun to get you on and we can do maybe like a Q&A or um, an advice sort of episode for other people as well. So yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. That was so much fun. I feel like I could just keep talking and talking. Um, yes, I'd love to come back on. That was very, I enjoyed it a lot. Thanks for having me. Beautiful. And where can people find you? I want you to plug all of your all of your businesses. So my lemonade business is at hello.lemonade on Instagram. And my Pilates venture business is darling.movement on Instagram. And our beautiful retreat that we're about to launch is Lumina the Retreat on Instagram as well. L-U-M-I-N-A. Lumina. Yay. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night whenever you're listening to this. And I will chat to you in the next episode. Bye.